the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Port Wanimi, California, Joey. No chill, pray now. Hello, Andy. Good late evening. It's a it's a nighttime pod. We haven't I realized as I sat down here tonight in the he shed in the creation studio. Uh, that in the creation shed, this is our first nighttime pod in my new place. I wasn't sure how I'd feel about it. Cause usually I have light pouring in this window in front of me. Um, but I sat down here, I threw, I turned the, I turned my little, you know, camera light on a little, a little brighter, get a light on my face. And I was like, oh yeah, this feels good. You know me. I like a nighttime pod. I like to get, I like to get a couple beers in me. I, have, I think I got four, four good old lights in me. You know, I was just watching the Flacco revenge game. Joey, um, no chill watching Joey Flacco. Yeah. You know, and that's it, to this day, even it even happened in New Orleans and I didn't have, I didn't have the mustache, but I always get Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, look like Aaron Rodgers. Forever. It used to be Flacco. I used to get Flacco all the time. Which is weird because both of them have blue eyes, but I guess I'm, I'm wearing my sunglasses pretty much exclusively all the time. I used to get Flacco all the time. And I was just telling my girlfriend as we were watching the game, I was like, I used to get Verlander all the time too. I was like, if you're white and you have facial hair and you have a long face they're good. <laughs> and you're an athlete, somebody's going to tell me I look like you. Uh, but yeah, I used to get Flacco all the time. And uh, Flacco, handsome guy, still handsome. Those blue eyes, those blue eyes in Cleveland now. Thirty-eight. I'm I'm pulling up the old uh, the old Joe Flacco. I was just curious about you know what he's getting paid. What do you, what do you think he's getting paid right now for the? I mean, I'm assuming the league. They they went they upgraded him from the practice squad. I'm assuming the league minimum. Yeah, looks like it. A base salary of 1.8. But dude, I always get confused. Oh, the signing is 400. The miscellaneous is 300. Yeah. The yearly cash, 800. I, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You, know, you almost need an accountant when you look at NFL stuff. Right? Yeah. It's crazy, though. I mean, look, they're up by two touchdowns right now. Oh, no. Wow. They're about three touchdowns right now, right? Three. I just yeah. updated my screen. That would be four in a row under Flacco. I have a theory that I've. So somebody said to me the other day, um, I jokingly, and it was a hundred percent a joke. You know me, Andy. I like to, I like to send out the occasional. I know it's completely false tweet, but like, there are certain fan bases that I love to trigger. And this, the Lamar Jackson stands, we're going to get into a lot of MVP talk. They're not ones that I like particularly like care to trigger or whatever, but they are a weird 
there is a, a weird passion for people who like aren't just like Lamar Jackson's the greatest thing that ever walked God's green earth. How did the Falcons not give 40 first round picks for him? They'd be in the Super Bowl. Like the 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 Lamar Jackson defenders are weird. They're a weird subsection of the population. So I sent out a tweet the other day and I said uh something along the lines of like better do the Ravens have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl if Joe Flacco is their quarterback right now? Totally joking. Total joke. 100% joke. Facetious. Obviously, I think the Ravens have a better chance to win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson than they do with Joe Flacco. And somebody responded along the lines of, Jets got to be kicking themselves. Jets are a contender with Flacco. Hard disagree. I actually think... The only reason Joe Flacco's out of the league is because he went to the Jets. I'm starting to think Zach Wilson might be a good quarterback if he gets himself the fuck off the Jets. Like, Joe Flacco didn't suck at football and then suddenly throw passes to his 60-something-year-old dad in the fucking high school field down the street from him and find it again. The Jets just ruin your life. If I am at fix your life, the Jets are at fuck your life, dude. <laughs> like the Jets, if you want to be out of football, dude, you could be a second overall pick. Go to the Jets. The Jets are going to fuck your shit up. Remarkably, Kyle and I have the, the Ryan Fitzpatrick bet. And like I had, I'd given up on it. I was like, I'm going to lose this bet. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers played four plays for the Jets, dude. Well, you know, here's the thing about the Flacco discussion. Well, first of all, he did play a year in Denver. Let's not forget that. Right. I think that gets forgotten. Elway curse. He didn't put up any staggering. Elway curse. Lights out stats. But the teams that are, have, have made deals with, have not made deals with the devil, but just like are the devil. What I what I think is what what I like about something like this, and you you saw it with like a Nick Foles on that great run with the Eagles. It's like the pitcher in a playoffs for Major League Baseball, dude. You get a veteran; they can get hot. They have a defense like the Browns. He knows he can rely on those guys to make plays, get turnovers, etc. Dude, he has the most passing yards in the last four weeks. Like he's not man- game managing the Browns. No, he's not. I mean, he's throwing some picks. Sure, but that's Fla- but Flacco is of a generation. He's from the last generation. He's a last generation holdover, and I'm here for it. I'm starting to think that's not like. I'm starting to think in a way the whole thirty touchdowns, seven picks model. I know we always talk about turning the ball, but like. The, the, like, give me, give me six more picks a year on the fucking reckless throw. Like, I kind of like it. Give me 30 and, and 13. So we have a call from a Browns fan. I know you also have another dirtball Browns fan take, but this is the call that I got and and we'll play. and, And it obviously goes into this conversation. Hey boys, uh, Brian Heinrich calling in and I'm, Pretty sorry I had to miss you guys in New Orleans. I had a family issue come up a couple days before I left, man, to fucking cancel my flight. 
So I'm still pretty depressed about that. But I'm here to talk about Joe Flacco. Like, I feel like this situation is very interesting from a lot of angles, from like how well he's playing and why teams like the Jets, who had him last year, or the Vikings, didn't pick him up. But like, if he makes the Super Bowl with the Browns, we, we put him in the Hall of Fame, right? I, I dare say. Like, he was already a borderline guy, comparable with like Matt Ryan. But like, do you, do you think making it with the Browns this year would be enough to get him in? Just making it. Like, I think a victory with the Browns is no question, because, I mean, it's the fucking Browns, and he'd be a two-time Super Bowl MVP, likely. I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, and I'm not sure they even make the Super Bowl. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if they can avoid the Chiefs, we're talking about a Super Bowl MVP with an elite defense going up against a group of guys who have, like, two playoff wins combined, minus Mahomes. But, all right, boys, uh, condoms are for me for not making it. No, honestly, the condoms are not for you. It's the thought that counts. Something came up. You bought the ticket. We missed you. We wish you were there. I, I, I totally understand you being devastated to this day that you were not able to be there. Shout out to all the dirt balls who were there. But no condoms for you for not being able to make it. You had a thing come up. It happens. Um, Here's what I'm going to say condoms are for. Condoms are for this Hall of Fame take. Brian, appreciate it. Bro, let's just tap the brakes. First of all, I don't know if you looked at his stats, man. Joe Flacco is, he had that amazing run, amazing run when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. But like, he's thrown for 4,000 yards once. He's never thrown for more than 27 touchdowns. I Like, he just, he doesn't have the numbers. Now, if he leads the Browns to a Super Bowl, okay, let's start a discussion. Can I just throw one thing out there? Joe Flacco, if the, the the Browns are not winning the AFC North, the Ravens are winning the AFC North. If Joe Flacco wins any playoff game, and we're about to we're we're about to talk about the layers to this, but if he wins any playoff game, if he wins a first round playoff game against the AFC South, likely Joe Flacco will have the most road playoff wins in NFL history. Mm, okay, that's interesting. The most road playoff wins in NFL history. Shout out to our my good friend, my high school baseball teammate, longtime dirt ball, Mark Clasby, who sent me this text the other day. So a good baseball player that's a postseason stud Becomes a potential Hall of Famer. Same for football or no? Playoff records for starting QBs. Brady has 35 wins. It jumps then down to Montana 16, which is insane, by the way. Um, Bradshaw 14, Elway 14, Steve Young 14, Peyton Manning 14, Roethlisberger 13, Favre 13, Mahomes 11. Zero road victories, by the way. Aikman, 11. Rodgers, 11. Flacco, 10. Kurt Warner, 9. Russell Wilson, 9. McNabb, 9. Kelly, 9. Breeze, 9. Eli Manning, 9. 8. Rivers, 5. Matt Ryan, 4. Flacco, 10 wins. 7 road wins. Yes, the numbers aren't there. 
in terms of gross totals for his career. But I would like to add that the Ravens brought in Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has has Aaron Rodgers to his farve, has luck to his manning. Like he came in and Flacco probably wasn't done, but Lamar just because of the injury and Lamar getting a chance to play and then them playing really well. Uh, and then Flacco goes to uh, Jets, Broncos. Like it's clear that Flacco wasn't Broncos, done. Jets. Broncos, Jets. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm listing them. Okay. Um, you you have you have a potential here where maybe Flacco has more yards had somebody and more touchdowns and all that had he not gone to disastrous QB situations, disastrous franchises in terms of managing QBs. Like if Flacco had gone to the Falcons, could he have been playing this whole time? You know, had he gone to some place where it's like he's playing this we whole did. time? Uh, you, you know, right. my thing is, uh, he, he didn't. And and look, uh, I'm not that that is interesting. I do like the seven playoff road win. The road wins is huge and the most. So, so that's an interesting stat. I just he he again, he's had a nice career. No one's he's a Super Bowl MVP. That run he had with that 2012 Ravens team when they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. We all at, agree though. We all Superdome. agree though. We all agree that there it is more than stats, right? Yeah, like, yeah, no, no. We did, we did this a couple we did this a couple months ago. I said Ryan Rivers, Ben, Eli. You have to pick two or four. You said Ben and Eli. Right? There is more than stats, for sure. So there's more than stats. So here's the thing. I understand from I understand making an argument, Joe Flacco. Like, of course, it's an easy argument. If you were gonna, if you were gonna, if you were on a high school debate team and you get to pick your side of the argument, I'm gonna pick arguing Joe Flacco is not a Hall of Famer. That's an easier sell. If Joe Flacco takes the Browns to the Super Bowl, even if he loses, and and tomorrow the Hall of Fame committee says. My phone rings and it's like, hey, Joe Prano, we've been really monitoring the Dirty Sports Podcast. We've decided to give you a Hall of Fame vote. If Joe Flacco goes to the Super Bowl with the Browns, I'm voting for him for the Hall of Fame. The Browns. Well, look, look, that does change things. And I said that after you left the call. I said condoms are for this take because I don't think he will. Now, am I rooting for it? Would love to see it. Love to see Joe Flacco. Now this is going to trans. This is going to segue us into the next conversation. You would love to see it because if Joe Flacco somehow beats the AFC South team that he would potentially play in a four or five game, more than likely he would be the lowest seed remaining. More than likely, not not guaranteed by any means, but more than likely. Especially with your bills, you know, if your bills are making a run here. Um, but theoretically, if everything played out as it should, a five five four winner would take on whoever had the bye, which right now is the Ravens. And you love a Joe Flacco beating a Lamar Jackson, which by the way was Crypto Rant's hot take. Crypto Rant came storming into the Superdome in the middle of a giant Saints game two weeks ago. <laughs> 
Like he had fucking breaking news. Prano, Prano, Prano. I go, dude, what happened? Did fucking, did Jacob DeGrom resign with the Mets? <laughs> like, is what it, happened? Is he handing you, because he, he he came in hot. Like, no, this Look, is before that even. This is before no, that even. Literally hot with the hot alligator sausage for us. But he came, this is before he even went, got us gator dogs. Okay. He comes in, Prano, Prano, Prano. I go, did you, did, did you get uh, assaulted outside the thing? He's like, hot take for you. <laughs> The man likes his like, hand gestures. He I was likes like, his what is gestures. the hot take? He goes, Joe Flacco beats the Ravens on the road in the playoffs. I was like, all right. I'm going to watch look, this game now. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. His, his, his three previous wins today, before today, at home against the Jags, at home against the Bears, at Houston against the backup. Again, he's at home against the Jets. Heading yeah. into today, I you know I'm not trying to take anything away. I'm just trying to state what it is. He's not. No. Well, first of all, we need to playoffs the, is different. That's all I'm saying. We're at the point now where we have to give credit. Like we have to give credit where credit's due with this fucking Browns team, man. 100. percent You know my take. I think. I think. I think. Coach of the year. This? He he. Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the year. Dude, we were shitting like Deshaun Watson. We got a, Deshaun Watson went four and one with this team this year. Uh, the Dorian fucking Smith Thompson or whatever the fuck his name was. Like, I don't even is that his name? Um, uh, went I think three and two. Uh, the other guy went two and one or whatever. Now Flacco's on his way to being four and one. You're like, dude, everybody who comes in. He's the coach of the year. I like. Yeah, I know people want to give Dan Campbell. The Lions were the favorite to win that division. The Lions won nine games last year, so they were projected to win that division. When you when you win, so if they win tonight, it's eleven wins, you know, minimum. If you win eleven games with four quarterbacks, I don't know how you're not coach of the year. Wait, you and you win four games with Joe Flacco off a trash heap. Yeah, they keep showing Joe Flacco's dad. He's like, I had my dad running out patterns. He's like, I had to wear gloves so he didn't. But he didn't explode my hands. I have arthritis. You're like, dude, what are we talking about here? You talk about Kurt Warning, like bag Kurt Warner bagging groceries or whatever. John Kidna, like teaching. He's got his he's got his dad running fucking <laughs> sluggo seams. You know, but that's I mean? my point. Like, I, I but if you look, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people. Well, I'll just pull up the odds, man. Dude, Dan. Okay, so they're even. This is they're they're even right now. So it's Dan Campbell and Stefanski at plus one seventy five. But but again, they were the projected favorite in that division. By the way, can we talk about can we talk about another? We're getting this is why, um, like this time of year is the best time of year when all the stuff we, we do, we talk football the whole year round, but like this now, now we have playoff projections ahead of us. Shit's taking, starting to take shape. We have a potential Rams at lions playoff game. I know. So all that, all that, all the fucking lions, all the grit, all the knee biting, all the coach of the year, all the Jared got all the just for Matt Stafford to come and 
go full Charlie Sheen in Major League. Just grabs a baseball. I'm going to take this and I'm going to shove it up your fucking ass. Throws it off the locker. It, it, that that really is, and I've just like you, I've looked ahead. That's an intriguing first round potential playoff matchup. This is well. This will lead us into the MVP discussion because I've never seen so much doubts as far as uncertainty when it comes to an MVP. Not this late in the year. Not this late in the year. This is yeah. this is unheard of. It's an interesting discussion, and. I did like your tweet that you did after the Ravens just pounding of the Niners. If you want to repeat that concerning, I think it was the something MVP. along the lines of if the MV, if the NFL MVP award is just going to be given to the best player on the best team, why don't we give it after the Super Bowl when we know for sure who the best team is? Because throughout this year, We've had Jalen Hurts, and then it's like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts' stats stay exactly the same, but the Eagles lose three lose three games in a row, and Jalen Hurts is out of the MVP picture. And then it's Brock Purdy because he his three games, uh, his three losses in a row are behind him, and now he's won however many straight, and they're the odds-on favor to be the best team in the NFL, and he's the quarterback, so he's the MVP. But then Brock Purdy, whose stats still fucking piss and shit on Lamar Jackson's, it loses to the Ravens, and now it's Lamar Jackson's. And then we had a Dak Prescott in there for a second because he beat Jalen Hurts, and he was looking good. It's like... If, if we're now at quarterback of the best team, and by the way, Super Bowl MVP, it's like Super Bowl MVP can just be the best player in that game. You know, we've had a Desmond Howard Super Bowl MVP. We've had a, 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 a Tracy Porter MVP. We've had guys who go, but like, if you're talking about the whichever team is the best in the NFL, their best, that team's most valuable player for the year obviously going to be the quarterback right that is the most valuable player typically this is a dump this is a this is like we got to a weird place with the nba award and it felt like the nfl mvp award was like way more on brand for what it was supposed to be but like lamar jackson jumping to the top because his team beat brock purdy's team and Brock, and Brock had a bad Purdy. game. Yeah, Brock Purdy had a bad game. But it's like, I have a feeling Lamar jumps if that game is 34-31 and they have similar stats. You know what I mean? I feel like he jumps. And it's like, what are we doing here? I'm not saying Lamar Jackson isn't one of the most valuable players to his team. It just feels like this is a very weird way that we've, like this season specifically, because there's been no standout guy, it feels very weird that we just keep rotating it to whoever's team is playing the best. Yeah, I agree. So I, I did a deep dive because I was curious on all this. Right, I, I was curious because the Ravens' D has been so dominant. Currently number one overall 
in points per game, right? They're giving out the least amount of points, which as we know as a quarterback, I mean, you couldn't have a better best friend than a team that gives up. So, so I'm not knocking that, but I think that I wanted to look up out of curiosity, just out of curiosity. I went through the last like 15 years. I wanted to see the MVP, which in every year was a quarterback minus Adrian Peterson, I believe in 2012. I wanted to see what was the defensive points per game of that MVP quarterback. And I was not surprised. Only one QB has ever had the number one ranked defense when it comes to points per game. And that was Tom Brady in 2007. Right. And now so like, is, is, is Lamar Jackson, are they first in points per game? They are. Yeah. The defense yeah. is. Yeah. So, so, so my point is like, it's, it's interesting. Like you, you, when you, when you have a number one ranked defense, which not Lamar, to go full Barry McCockner, but it's like, that's how you win football games. Well, that's my point. Exactly. And, and I thought about that too. Lamar, when he won the MVP, they gave up the third fewest points. But when you look at all the other ones, again, I know everyone's going to say Ruther's Lamar hater. These are the numbers. No one comes close to Lamar. Like Mahomes last year, the D was 17th. Rodgers in his back-to-back -back years, 10th and 15th. Mahomes the year before, uh, Jackson won his MVP, 23rd. Brady the year before that, 7th. Matt Ryan, 27th. Cam Newton, 6th. Aaron Rodgers, 14th. The, the, the point is, no one's had a top five defense in the last 10 years and win an MVP except for Lamar. This Which, is all I'm going to say. Who hasn't won it yet, but. Yeah, who hasn't won it yet. All I'm going to say, the reason I bring up the defense, you're winning games and it proves your point. They're just going to give it to the guy who's won the most games. What I also find interesting is Lamar's numbers this year are far worse than when he won the MVP. Yeah. In 2019. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not. I don't know. If you had a gun to my head right now, that'd be a tough decision. And you'd say, who's your MVP? I'd say, okay, Lamar's in there. Christian McCaffrey's in there. Josh, Josh Allen's in there. J John, here's what I find interesting. Here's what I find interesting. Now, how about this? Let me just throw. I'm just throw the, wild, the, let me throw a wild card at you as well. Okay. Just to, just here because I hear I I hear arguments for all this. This is the fourth Browns QB. Is Miles Garrett back in? Like if I mean if, if they went 12 games or something like that, like what the fuck? Like Tyreek Hill missed a bunch of games. Otherwise, I guess there's potential. For, for that to be an argument, you know, but like. He's not even on the board that I'm looking at. No, I know he's not on the board. My point is, is that if we're just, it just feels weird to say quarterback of the team with the best record. Like if you went by definition of the award, if you went by definition of the award, it almost has to be a quarterback. Right? True. It could be in a situation like this, a McCaffrey. But that's very rare. Like, if, if I was saying, like, forget this season. Like, let's talk about the last 10 seasons. Like, it almost, to me, if you're going by the definition of the word, most valuable player. To me, 
in a way, you are saying like, it's probably your quarterback. But on a team that wins the most games, like just because their defense is shutting people down and he's playing like pretty good football, that seems like a weird way to do it. Just taking, yeah, it's the quarterback. Now let's just go to which team, which team wins the most games and pick that one's quarterback. That seems weird because tons of teams have been, have been the best team in the league without the best quarterback. I'd argue many of the years, Tom Brady won the MVP or won the most games in the league while Peyton Manning was over there dragging teams that would be Owen 16. If he wasn't leading them to 12 games would have been the best quarterback per okay. se. I want to go back to something you said earlier in the show. This actually fits perfectly for some numbers that I, that I crossed for today's show. And I, and, you, and I don't know if you saw this, but even if you did, I'm just, I'm not, and you're, you're probably going to know who these players are without me naming them. I'm going to give you two options. Player a over 4,100 yards, total yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 turnovers. Player B we talked about interceptions earlier also over 4100 yards but total yards. total, total yep. yards so both players have 4100 total yards yeah player b has 40 total touchdowns to 18 turnovers right player a 24 touchdowns to 13 turnovers right who is more i don't valuable? know i don't know who, do you who you're talking about but i'm assuming one of them is lamar jackson correct and i feel like the other one is probably josh allen Correct. Now that therein lies, like therein lies the basis for my tweet, right? So if we're just doing best fucking player on best team, most valuable player quarterback on team, then why are we stopping it now? Yeah. The bills didn't start the season. Great. But the bills are finishing the season. Great. And the Ravens are also finishing the season great. But the season's not over. The season's not over until the Super Bowl. Oh, it's a regular season award. Okay, it's a regular season award. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But it's also not a wins and loss award. If you add wins and loss, which clearly it feels like you are when you make Lamar Jackson the favorite after he beats the Niners, then why are we ending it after the regular season? Because tons of teams that didn't have the most wins in the regular season end up being the best team overall. The Giants won 10 fucking games, and they beat the, they beat the undefeated Patriots. They were a better team. You can think whatever you want about whatever. The Giants were better than the fucking Patriots that year. They were better. They played them twice. Once it was a real close game, the second time it was the Super Bowl, they fucking won. They were better. They were the better team. So you, like you, th you think they were overall better? Oh, but it's not about it's not about overall. But when you say better, uh, my thing is if they played 10 times, I think the Patriots win 8 of those. But we will never know if that's true or not. We won't. All we will know is that they got the two week break, they got the neutral field, they got the Tom Petty fucking halftime show, they got the whatever, and they served the whole world on a platter, a football game between two teams that made it through their conference playoffs. And they said, 
the granddaddy of them all. This is what we play for. And one team beat the fucking other team. And then also when you say eight out of 10 teams, they played again fucking four years later and they beat them again. So like, and I could be that's wrong. That's the, again, that's just my opinion, but, but back to the original question. And, but and this, it's not but just my point you. is, is that in foot in the NFL, who wins the Super Bowl is who is the best team. So like, why are we, if, if we're going to, this goes back to my tweet, if we're going to factor team success, but they into, always do for the most part, do they? Like, well, 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 I, I'd argue again. I I didn't look at that. I'd argue the last ten years, or probably even fifteen. Most likely, the guy who won the MVP won at least won their division. Probably, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they're the best team. They probably won their division. Did the Do you think Adrian Peterson's team did they win the division that year? I don't know. I'm just wondering. Um. But this this also is kind of my point, which is this seems like this is the way it's trending, where we're now like they did not for the record, right? They were second Packers place, probably did. Correct. This is my point. In the last, it, it feels like as this award has become more and more of a quarterback award. Correct, by the way, by definition, most valuable player. We're also trending toward then you must be leading your team to the wins, which I don't necessarily like the Cam Newton award was won because they went 15 and one that year. It wasn't a wildly different year than Cam Newton put up year in and year out there with mm, the rushing touchdowns. I think you're wrong in that. You think it's a wildly different year than yeah? Year I, think, before I, I, think, I think he did. I, I believe he threw for like thirty-five touchdowns. I'm pretty okay. sure that was like without a doubt his best year. Now, listen. Obviously, that's a whole thing. The touchdown, like when you're but, winning but games, re- you're scoring more touchdowns, right? No, for sure. But the reason I bring up the the two comparisons because again, it goes back to what you said earlier in the show. Do you want a guy who has sixteen? That's a lot more total touchdowns, or a guy, but he also has five more turnovers. So so let's, I mean, look, let's just do the math. You're plus 11. Do you want a guy with plus 11 touchdowns? This I don't know where what the you right get, This is where you get into the conversation about value, right? So let me just ask you a question. Right now, the Bills are a playoff team. I think they're the, they'd be the sixth seed right now. Correct. It'd be a six. Do you think the Bills are a borderline Playoff team without Josh Allen, just like quarterback X, Matt Barkley, you know, or no, Tyler Huntley. I don't think they're making the playoffs. Last year, the the fucking Ravens were a game away from making the playoffs. No, they made the playoffs. They were right. They made the playoffs they and they lost. Play away right. from winning from the winning game. It, I was there. Right, remember? Right, 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 the, right, the, right, the, the right, night, right. The punch out, and they did, and they did make the playoffs. Yeah, and now now Lamar Jackson only missed X amount of games. Blah blah blah. But like. They didn't. To me, when you talk about value, we're just getting into a weird thing. I actually don't mind if you're if you're saying, like, I don't mind in the NBA that they're like, it's not really the most valuable player award. It's the MVP. It's the most outstanding player on the team. Investing. Okay. From an NFL standpoint, it feels like it really held true more to the 
phrase most valuable player, which is why it became more and more of a quarterback award. Now we've added this weird thing where it's like, it's the quarterback on the best team. That seems weird to me. That seems fucking weird to me. Well, I feel like neither of us are really giving an answer because I don't know if I have one as far as who I'd say is the MVP right now. Well, I think there's no doubt about it that it's up in the air right now that this is the most can, up in the air it's been this late in the year. Can I toss out another random guy? And I'm not, and I am sure. not saying, I know you guys sometimes don't listen correctly. I'm not saying he's the say MVP. Say Tommy DeVito. Say. <laughs> I just want to say the value he has for his team. In my opinion, actually, I'll say this. People might think I'm crazy. I'm going to say it because I do believe this. I think Matthew Stafford has more value for the Rams than Lamar Jackson has for the Ravens. Wow. I think you're, you're saying that even knowing that the Rams went to a Super Bowl with this, with this everything in place and no Matthew Stafford. I think if you put their eight and seven, I, I think what they're doing, I don't know how many, I think a lot of people out there have not watched the Rams. I've watched basically every game. I think what they're doing offensively with a lot of quote unquote unknown guy, you know, you got a, you, you know, you got, uh, what's his name? The, the rookie from BYU. Nakua. Um, Bakua. Nakua, I believe. Nakua. Paku. What's his last name? Whatever. Or is that his first name? Regardless. Nakua going to work here anymore. That's yeah, for I was sure. like, I watched a lot of Rams games. Can't pronounce their, but but my point is they were missing. Uh, it's too late. I'm having brain farts. They were Cooper Cup for a lot of the season. Cooper Cup for a while. Yeah, they're missing the running back. My point is like, I, I think the value that they've won games, stayed in games, and people might think I'm crazy. Here, here's what I think. I think the Ravens under Harbaugh, he's built such a culture on defense and running the ball. I'm not taking anything away from Lamar. Maybe it sounds like I am. I just think you could plug certain quarterbacks in there. And it can work. And I and I struggle. The, the Lamar stance came out in full force. You're right. The Lamar stance came out. And everybody wanted to bring up nobody in the NFL wanted him. And this and that and this and that. Nobody. But you know what I struggle with? Nobody brings up. He missed nine games the last two years. They were in first place. And I know Bengals fans don't want to hear this. The Ravens were in first place both years when he got hurt. Both years. But then he got hurt. So you had all those things. I did like a tweet because all these talking heads, as far as guys like Adam Schefter, were almost stoking it, which I didn't really understand because I'm like, like when, when, like you have an opinions now. I, I just don't understand why some of these guys they report the news, but then sometimes they want to step into the news. If that makes sense. I, I'm I'm more of pick a fucking lane, dude. Are you reporting the news or are you not? Um, where is it? It's Rich Eisen's tweet, which I liked. He kind of went at Adam Schefter, and I don't think Adam Schefter responded because Adam Schefter was one of those guys who was saying, uh, okay, he did respond. So he didn't actually tweet at him directly. But anyway, this is what Rich Eisen tweeted. I want to hear your take on this. 
seeing a lot of teams pass the Lamar this past spring takes here. He was never a free agent. Correct. See, Lamar, see, Rich Eisen comes right. to the Lamar. Right. That's what he said. You would have had to have given Ravens two number one picks to sign him if the Ravens would not have matched the offer. The Ravens were never going to let him go. And then, and oh, yeah, this was it. And then Adam Schefter responded. The Ravens were never approached. Carolina traded multiple number ones for Bryce Young. Your team, you know, yet no team ever tried to get a deal done with Lamar. No one Why ever challenged that, but, him. But, blah, blah. but, but well, the, the idea, the, the idea of bringing up a team that was so bad that they have a top draft pick and that they'd, you, what, who gives a shit what the worst teams, the, 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 Panthers and the commanders and the fucking dog shit teams, the, the Cardinals and the, the worst teams in the league. Why would, why would they be interested in Lamar? How does that help well, them? Well, and oh, also, Hey, now we suck, but we're paying a guy a quarter. How'd that work out for what, fucking the Broncos? the Broncos? Well, exactly. And that's what Rich Eisen came back with today, which no one mentions trading two number ones for a QB on a rookie deal. Isn't which Carolina did? They right. traded two number ones to get Bryce Young. Isn't remotely the same thing as doing so for a QB who also merits one of the richest contracts in the sport. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry I missed this whole. This is Schefter and who? This is Schefter and, and, and Rich, Rich Eisen. Eisen going back and forth. Okay. And then Rich Eisen just says, "I gave my theory why no one hit up the Ravens. What's yours?" And yeah. I don't. I don't think Schefter responded to my knowledge. And 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 Eisen makes perfectly good points. Right. There's there's no from a and financial. Everybody's like the Falcons, the Falcons, the Falcons. It's like, dude, you, uh, like the Falcons are a the Falcons probably run away with this NFC South if they have Lamar Jackson. But are they the best team in the NFC? No, no, no. So then, what the fuck no, are we talking? No, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's right. No, right. Like. The, the goal is to win a Super Bowl. The goal is to figure out how. The goal is to lay out a blueprint for it. The goal is to figure out how to win the Super Bowl. And we're going, I and, you know, get your dirty sports, crack your dirty sports drinking game Miller Lights and pour them and get them ready because we're going to talk some rust in a little bit here. But, like, the blueprint is win the Super Bowl. And it's not as simple as, Get a good quarterback. Put him on a team. Be better than you were last year with the quarterback who could win the Super Bowl. Also, there's no sign that fucking. Listen, this is the problem. Let's let's circle back to NFL MVP. Dude, I'm ready. I have made some Lamar Jackson hot takes in my day. Okay. We just talked about Flacco going to the Super Bowl. Very unlikely. If Lamar Jackson goes to the Super Bowl this year, I was wrong. Mm. Now, if he goes to the AFC Championship game coming off a bye, was I wrong? If he wins a single playoff game, was I wrong to like not believe in the the Lamar Jackson long term, you know, experiment? Uh, quarterback that needs to run, quarterback that needs to stay healthy, blah, 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 blah. I don't think so. But if Lamar Jackson goes to the – if Lamar Jackson in a 
year where the Chiefs are down even and the Bills are down and Joe Burrow's hurt. I don't care the I'm not like I'm not going to make excuses for every other team in the AFC just to defend that I don't I'm not a Lamar Jackson believer. But if Lamar Jackson goes to the Super Bowl provided he doesn't shred his knee running on the third play of the Super Bowl on a fucking option, then I was wrong. The Ravens should have fucking paid him. But if he doesn't, what the fuck are we talking about? And that's why winning the most games should not factor into the NFL MVP. Sure, you can't be like, I I guess the baseball equivalent is Mike Trout, right? Can't be Mike Trout. You can't just finish fourth and get the MVP. But like, the point is, at least baseball, they're like, yeah, you can, dude. Yeah, you can. If you pick him up and you put him on any other team, he'd fucking be their best player. So, if you so pick I, any other team in football, he'd be their best player. I, I have a question about the last game on, on Sunday or on Monday on Christmas with, with the Ravens and Niners. I was shocked again with all the takes. I, I was just shocked because, again, people were saying you're being a hater. What about that game made him the MVP? Their, their um, de- the, their de- the 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 their defense the got what? No, did, what did, made, did their defense not get three? I can't from all, the three first of, half interceptions on on, I can't on Brock Purdy. How it happened? The reason Lamar Jackson is the MVP is because the odds-on favor to be MVP played a bad game in that game. That's why. It it actually has nothing to do with Lamar, how Lamar Jackson played. Okay, it's that the it's that the MVP the 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 number one MVP candidate odds wise on the board also played in that game and played bad and got himself ripped off the board. Otherwise, it, here's the thing: if that game comes down to 34-31, Justin Tucker field goal at the end. And the 28 of the 31 points that the Niners scored had been Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is the MVP leader right now. But it's that Brock Purdy got pulled off the board. Yeah, because he played so poorly. We actually, But I have been telling you guys that Brock Purdy shouldn't have been the MVP the whole fucking time. Well, our guy called in. He called back. We got to play. It's a quick call. Boys. Since I gave you guys Dr. Seuss on my first call, I have a Christmas poem about Brock Purdy. For the night of Christmas, it was no time for rest. The Niners, the Ravens, who is the best? Purdy looks flat. His balls would not land. His cock so small, won't even fill up his hand. <laughs> Shanahan pulls him and brings in Sam. Brock forgot his cock. Only meat I saw that night was dinner ham. Away into the locker, their fourth loss of the year. Purdy is humbled. I need a fucking beer. On Kittle, on Debo, on CMC. Next week, it's back to the fight. Nobody in San Francisco got cock on Christmas night. What was the rhyme at the end there? Yeah, I don't know. Lost it at the end, but I, but but that's I. It maybe that was an ode to Brock Purdy. 
on point the whole fucking rhyme and then just fumbled it at the end. Um, I mean, I completely, first of all, fantastic. Like, what a call. Holy shit. We're, we've, we're, we're getting a fucking Christmas poem. The Dirtballs never cease to amaze me with some of their, with some of their cre- creativity. Um, dude, Brock Purdy played like shit. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I am not here for, again, let me repeat this before. Like, and I mean, I feel like our, our Brock Purdy lover just sent a poem about small cock Brock, but um, I'm rooting for the Niners at this point. You know, I hate the Cowboys. You know, I hate the fucking Eagles. You know, I hate, you know, I'm not a Lamar Jackson stan. I am out on the Taylor Swift Chiefs. Like, I, Doug Peterson, if you want to talk about it at some point in the show, might be the big, like the Eagles Super Bowl and Doug Peterson might be the biggest fraudulent coaching thing. Like, is there a worse coach that ever won a Super Bowl? That's, I'll throw that out there for you. Fuck the Jags. Um, at this point, I'm on like, I'm on the Browns and I'm on the Niners. Like as, as far as like rooting interest, I'm on Stafford and the Rams rooting interest wise. Like, but like, give me the Niners. I want the Niners. I'm rooting for the Niners. I was a half a Niners fan growing up. I wore 80 for fucking Jerry Rice. I have always loved the Niners, but I've been saying like Brock Purdy, like what the fuck is he really doing? And he, he had like the MVP was in his locker, in his cock, it was in his, in his cock. It was in his and stuff. I am not here for the oh a tip ball, uh, the couple bounces going. That's, that's, that's not how yeah. throwing that's, balls off of defensive linemen's hands work. Okay, so you've three. I was gonna say you've three votes. Yeah. Well, that's this, this is where we come back to it. It's like Andy. I don't know the answer because there's two more fucking games, but the people that are swimming in my MVP pool are Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, wildly, uh, Miles Garrett, and maybe you're right, Matt Stafford. Big Cock Brock is not in my fucking pool. Tua is not in my pool. Mahomes is not in my pool. You guys are not in my pool right now. You're not there. Yeah, and in, in, in my my three, my if I had to do a top three, it'd be McCaffrey. And in no in no order. It'd be Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. I mean, you know where you know where it's gonna get really interesting. And then we can move on from this. If the Dolphins slip up this week, and they didn't last week, but if they do, and then they lose, let's say last game, and the Bills win the division, then it's a serious discussion. If if Josh Allen's numbers are that much greater, right? But that but you're saying that's a serious discussion the way the 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 voters, voters are looking at it because yes. then that means oh he won a division, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas to me, it's like that's not a factor. His team's in the playoffs. You know, you know, if Josh Allen finishes with, I mean, I mean, I mean, think about what we're talking about here. If Josh Allen finishes with 45, 46 total touchdowns, and, and he's 
you know, got 20 ahead of Lamar. Like, like it's a, that's a tough ass to give that to Lamar Jackson. For the record, Joe and I did make a pick on this game. Ahead of What's time the score, by the way? The score is, let's see here. Jets are down by 17. Okay. We had it at minus seven and a half. I took the Jets. You took. I texted you and I said, I'm taking the Browns if it's seven or less. You texted back at seven and a half. I was like, fucking, of course it is. Then you texted back, I'll take the Jets at seven and a half. And I said, well, fuck it. I feel the same way, but I'll take Flacco revenge game because, and we'll get into this in a second. Uh, do you, I think you picked up three last week. I think we're even now. No. I think so. I think you went four and one against me last week. No. I think you did. What? I think you went four and one against me. I think the only game I got was Giants Eagles against you. You snuck out. Oh, shit. I'm looking at. I snuck out so many fucking. New England, Baltimore. Well, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore on Monday, right? I knew that one. Um, You snuck out a Jets. Didn't you take the fucking Jets? You snuck out uh, three three of them. I think you went three and zero to start on this like wild shit, and then we split Eagles, Giants, and Niners, Ravens. But the first three, whatever they were, yeah, I think you're right. Um, Andy, you're gonna have to hold off. I, I it's an evening show. I'm already four millilitres deep. I gotta. I'm just gonna step out here into the yard and uh, water the plants. Take a leak. I'll, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll tee us up. Saw the DMs, guys. I, I I love, by the way, is Joe's taking a leak. The DMs about Russell Wilson being benched. Love it. That, that's one of my favorite. Joe's talking about dirt balls being insane. One of my favorite things about the dirt balls are like, like I'm not going to see it. Like I got DMs on Instagram, I got DMs on Twitter. I bless your guys' little hearts. It's like you're your own little Adam Schefter. Like Ruther, did you see this? Now, granted, I'm busier than I have been with a little kiddo, but I see the news pretty quickly, which is always funny to me when you guys are like, "Oh, I'm tipping Ruther off." I actually saw that right away, and I have a lot to say about Russ. I have a lot to say about the situation, his possible future. Sean Payton basically making a move. I, th- I think Sean Payton it was feeling, he's like, I got to not just save my offense. I'm trying to save my legacy, yo. I was I was laughing while you were pissing how I had so many DMs, and I said I love how the dirtballs think they're like Adam Schefter. Like I wasn't going to see it. Yeah. Like I had so many DMs. Hey, you were you a little. See- I feel like you were a little late on it, maybe, or maybe you saw the news, but you didn't see the. You messaged me about it this morning. I'm like, bro, we've been like, chatting about this for fucking a day. Oh now. yeah, yeah. I, I here's the thing. You saw the Russ tweet today. I saw the Russ tweet today. Yeah. I I saw. I literally saw the news. I was actually on my phone right when it happened. I saw the Russ tweet today, which I sent you which was yesterday when he tweeted, God's got me looking forward to what's next. He just, just fucking stop. Like, like there's nothing worse, dude. There's nothing worse than that. 
and, and I think I'm pretty like, I don't care what you believe in. You can believe in God. You can believe in Jesus. You can believe in fucking whatever you want. I don't care what you believe in, but to me, that tweet, that is, it's almost like I'm, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you. As somebody taking a moral high ground. I hate that tweet. Like God's got me, but he, but he didn't have you because you just got benched. Right. Right. I mean, so, I, have so, a, I, have a, I have a fair, you know, I have a, it's a Joe Prano where, where, you know, when the, when the player fumbles, where are you on that one? God. Yeah, exactly. You so I'm coming what, up behind me. Why didn't you say anything? Believe what you want, man. Just keep it, keep it to yourself. Like, like, like at this point also, again, we've, we've made this discussion so many times you're hated, man. Like you're hated. Like you, you have, you talk about someone so tone deaf. I, I honestly don't know if I've seen a more tone deaf player. Well, that will that will be something that w- I, I think that I think his tone deafness and his lack of self-awareness is something that we need to talk about in the what's next for Russ discussion. Um, but first, I want to present you with what it was late last night. It was a little late to be texting you. So there's essentially a Russ group chat which is you, me, and CT. Um, the, it's me and the two, the, the world's greatest Rust defenders. It used to be you, <laughs> me, it used to be you, me, CT, and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll removed himself from the chat. <laughs> <laughs> then for a while it was, but I, 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 I sent CT a text yesterday and I said, at this point, me, Pete Carroll, and Sean Payton are on one side of the conversation. You and Andy Ruther are on the other. And of course that opened up a whole, you know, conversation. But um, the interesting thing about Russ is, and like I said, break out your dirty sports Miller lights. It's, it's, it's dirty sports drinking game time. The guys are talk about Russ. I don't even know if we have an argument here. The guys talk about Russ, but I, what I said to CT is Sean Payton figured out in one year what it took Pete Carroll, probably six or seven to figure out, which is great player, not worth the money. Bottom line, great player, not worth the money. And now it's what comes next for Russ and I think that's where the self-awareness question comes in. Yeah. I think there's zero landing places for Russ if he insists on the money that he wants or that he's gotten in the past. And there's a couple of interesting places for Russ if he, if God tells him Takes to take a, a team-friendly deal yeah. to win. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and, and that's everything I've read about it he needs to eat some humble pie and he needs to realize there's no market for him at that value. There's just not dude. There's no value. Not the Falcons, not the Steelers, not the Patriots. Like no, no one's looking at Russ where he's at today and saying, you are the missing piece and we'll give you $40 million to do it. And you look around the league, there's really not a whole lot of fucking landing places for Russ as it like just generally. 
then you're limited to where's the landing potential landing spots. And then you're limited to for what, for what amount the, like to me, when people go the Patriots, I go, you think Bill Belichick is you, you think you don't think Bill Belichick knows already. It took Sean Payton a year. It took Pete Carroll six years. You don't think Bill Belichick knew three years ago. Like he well, was out also, there. Well, there's a good chance he's not there anyway. Right. But I'm saying like, does this not scream Raiders all over it? If he, if he took the, the sure. Potentially. I mean, the, I, I'm potentially. just saying like, it's, it's a Raiders franchise move. It's a Raiders franchise move, but you know, to, at, like everybody's smartened up now. It's not just me and tug in the room anymore. You know, a lot of people have come around like you have to like, yeah, there are certain quarterbacks who it's like you get a blank check. And there's like, that's, three that's of very few though. Yeah. I was going to say there's three of those guys. There's four check. of those guys. There's five of those guys, but you look at it. You look at the guys like Deshaun Watson's not one of those guys. No. Russell Wilson's not one of those guys. So, you know, another op, kind of obvious landing place, the Steelers. I mean, they're trying to develop Pickett. Yeah, but probably have determined they. you could probably have, and I'm a Kenny Pickett defender, by the way, and a Russell Wilson truther, by the way. But let's let's say you're going to, let's say you're literally, let's say my bat phone rings and they're like, Joe, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, you are one of the world's foremost Kenny Pickett defenders. I was like, yes, you've got my attention. They're like, you are also the world's foremost Russell Wilson truther. I'm like, uh-huh. And? And they're like, who's a better quarterback? I'm like, Russell Wilson. Is that all you guys needed from me? Like, Kenny Pickett will very likely... As 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 a as a expert in this field, I can tell you with ninety nine percent certainty, Kenny Pickett will never be as good as Russell Wilson at football. Have a great day. Wire a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. Goodbye. But that being said, to what amount? Like the Steelers have always been a very smart football organization. Are the Steelers like I if I was the Steelers, I'd take Russ over Kenny Pickett, even if sure. it's like two years and Kenny Pickett can sit behind you and whatever. But not for 80 million. Not for 60 million. Two years 40 million. Two years 40 million. Ooh, now that now we're talking. And what I guarantee you 30, and then I give you a 10 on the end. Like, okay, maybe. But now that's where we get into Russell Wilson's self-awareness. Russell Wilson, I'm not paying playing for less than $30 million. You might not be playing football, dog. You might, at that point, be playing craps in Vegas and hoping the Raiders take a fuck. Dude, no one went for Lamar Jackson. Well, for $40 I, I, million. Dollars. I don't think that's comparable. I'm just saying, dude, Russell Wilson signed a quarter of a billion dollar deal two years ago. Look, a team like the Steelers would be a nice fit. They run the ball. They play defense. 
that's his blueprint from Seattle. I just don't see it. I mean, look, 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 Tomlin, he's dealt with some head cases. He's dealt with, you know, Antonio. But but Roethlisberger is also Jesus freak weirdo. Russell is not a rapist. You got that going for you. Yeah. I mean, the big thing with Russ and the big thing with, with where I've been on, I mean, major, major hit to his MB, to his uh, Hall of Fame potential. I mean, it is. It's major. Like, like at this point, you got to put two productive, two, uh, maybe even three productive years. And, and, and you got to win a couple playoff games, I think. Even if your numbers aren't stellar, you got to be on the team. I, I, I look. I don't. You could think have a team has... like the Falcons, you know, and then it's like cool. But like to what? If you're the Falcons and you're building something here, and you might just win the division anyway. Russell Wilson doesn't make you a favorite in the NFC next year. No. He. So then he what? Is, so, so so to what value? He's his own worst. Enemy. If Russell Wilson's going to play for the Falcons, if Russell Wilson's going to sign up for three years, forty-five, or three years, fifty. For the Falcons, and he'll take fifteen million dollars a year plus a bonus. Sure, do it, but like I don't think he is, dude. He's like God is great. I agree. God is good. God wants me to get thirty six point five million dollars a year minimum, and you're like, all right, dude. You might find out God hates your guts this off season. Yeah, no, I agree. That that's going to be the biggest problem for him going forward. Learn how to adjust your life like, like just learn how to adjust your expectations because they're not there and and we always talk about the nfl man the nfl doesn't give a shit i mean it's so cutthroat what what they did to him is exactly what has happened recently where they're also benching him because he would get 37 let's say he got hurt and if he couldn't pass a physical in March, he would get $37 million guaranteed if he couldn't pass the physical. Right. So then they bench him. And first they asked him to adjust his deal. He said no. Correct. The Raiders did this with Derek Carr. Because he did not believe that God would protect him from injury. I mean, this has happened with the Raiders twice, with Jimmy G, Derek Carr, and the Colts with Matt Ryan. Where they bench these guys because they're like, shit, it's the end of the year. You get hurt. There's that trigger injury clause if you don't pass a physical. And, and 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 in all those in all those situations, the team wasn't sure that they wanted that guy to be their quarterback next year. And the Broncos are not sure they want Russ to be their quarterback next year. I would have loved to have heard what Russ said back though to Sean Payton when he informed him. I would have loved to have been in that room. If he just gave him some God shit back or he just put his head down. I don't know what Russ says back to that. He's like, Broncos country, let's let me go back to my agent and talk about this. <laughs> I, I think part of the problem is that he's dating a big pop star. I don't think she's the problem, but I think that my point is that became a thing for him. And he's and and he was always a dork. That's still the biggest mystery. How those two got together. 
Now, I believe was was it with Amelie Bacall or those DMs that I had with him saying, you know, she kind of got again. I don't know enough about this that she was passed around by some rappers. Uh, yeah, I, I can't name a CR song, so I don't like. She's not that big of a pop star. Big, big enough. She got big following. You, you always got to go to Insta. How many how many followers do you think CR has? I don't know. Two point six million. I'm gonna guess twenty million. Twenty million. We're both way off. Thirty-five point two million. Jesus Christ! So I knew she was a big pop star. I mean, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, she's very, she's so, she's very attractive too. Sure, no, no doubt of that. But like, I don't, I, I truly, I can't name a song. I couldn't even guess. Goodies? You can't name goodies? I do not know how goodies. You just told me the name of the song, and I do not, I do not know how that goes. There was probably a time in my life where I was like, I can't name a Katy Perry song. And you would be like, Firework. And I'd be like, oh, I've heard that song. I do not know. I do not know what goodies. I don't know how that song goes. Same beat as the Pity Pablo song. This is also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you sound like one of the women at Isla's Daycare. She did. She had never heard of NWA today. And I was like, well, that's a whole different. See, that's in my uh, my my range, dude. I'm on a I'm on a white fucking I'm on a white folk. Uh, not folk is offensive. I'm on a white rocker kick. For some reason, no one in the world told me about the um, Max Tom Petty documentary about wildflowers that came out in 2021. Somehow, the whole world didn't tell me about that. Me, the foremost fucking Tom Petty slurper. I didn't know about that. I was I watched that the other night. I was like, why? Did, I'm literally saying the whole time, like, why did no one tell me this? Who is the PR agent for this film? Fire them. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And then I got in the mail today. My Warren Zevon accidentally like a martyr book that I'm reading. Like, I don't know who Ziara is, dog. I'm reading books that break down 13 Warren Zevon. She broke out like early 2000s. I mean, I know when she broke out. I just don't know. I just have no idea what the fucking song goes. None of them. Not one. Come on. I can't name one. You said goodies. Goodies or goody? I swish I knew. I swear do, to God. Do, do you want me to play it? I mean, I really can't right now. But I'll listen to it after the show. That's hilarious. She she actually remade. It wasn't a big hit. She remade uh, Rolling Stones Painted Black, too. I think it's actually not a terrible version. Okay. I mean, 35 million Instagram followers. She, she clearly is a thing. Yeah, sure. But also, this happens to me all the time now because I'm like not a boomer, but like whatever. The, I'm a Gen Xer where it's like the the thing now is like somebody will be like, you don't know who that is? And I'll be like, I've literally never heard that. I've You are telling me this name for the first time and then they'll I'll look it up and they'll have 10 million Instagram. I'm like, how does somebody have 10 million Instagram followers? And I didn't even know they existed until right now. Like, at least I'd heard of Ciara. I'd heard of Ciara before Russ, but I didn't know any of her music. Well, not that this is on the same level. Speaking of things that you hadn't heard of and you just showed a book. My sister-in-law gave me a great book for someone like me who loves the NFL. How had I never heard of this book? I feel like nobody knows. Have you ever heard of the book, the league? How five rivals created the NFL and launched a sports empire? No. It came out five years ago. 
and it focuses on I just started reading it last night. It focuses on Art Rooney, George Hollis, Tim Mara. Is it Mara or Mara? Mara. Tim Mara, George Preston Marshall, and Burt Bell. How these five guys and their teams basically created the NFL. We all know what's turned. Like it, it, it goes through the history going to the 20s. And, and you know, it's kind of, it's like nerdy history. But I'm yeah. like, this is amazing to know how this all started and how these guys risked so much and how the NFL, and obviously this is a long time ago, was so low. Like college football was so much bigger than the NFL for a long time, which is pretty wild if you think about it. College sport was bigger. Yeah. And I guess probably the same could be said about college basketball and the NBA. It's kind of insane. But anyway, yeah. uh, I, I will report back. And the only thing I keep thinking of, and you read all this, and you're like, man, to be like an early guy on these NFL teams. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, like an early investor. For sure. Even in like the 60s. Dude, even, t- even in 1998. I was just going to say, even in the 80s. Yeah. Remember the whole thing? John Elway could have like f- $2 billion right now if he just took like a random fucking 5% of the Broncos as a payout. It's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. Still same score, by the way. We're, we're at 1123 and counting. 34-17. Looks like you're going to get a point there. Let's uh let's do pick some, some games. Let's pick some games. We did have a lot of calls. We can probably get to those next episode. 310-359-8365. So we have tonight's game. Did you do a Miller Light ad while I was peeing? No, I did not. Oh, great. Okay. You know I like to be here for them. Yeah. Did you want to do a Miller Light ad? No, right I mean, you you fit you fit it in wherever you fit it in. I just wanted to make sure before we pick picks. That you knew. I just wanted to make listen. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss it. There was no Miller Lite ad scheduled for today. Oh, okay. So, well, there you go. Why, Drink it anyway, I, guys. That's why I did not do one. Got there it. was no. There was no Miller Lite ad scheduled. I know. I know. We normally do them on Thursday. Well, there drink was. it anyway, fellas, <laughs> boys and girls. Drink it anyway. <laughs> I've had four tonight on my way to do this this show. Would you like to do some picks? Let's do it. Play my first pick. Miller Lite. <laughs> you can you can do any plugs you want, Joe. No, no. Let's go. Let's pick some picks. We do have one Saturday game. Let's go. A game with huge uh Huge seating implications as far as the Lions are concerned. Lions and Cowboys in Texas. Primetime Saturday night game. We, you know, before we play that or before we discuss that, I do have a call from Dan Campbell. He was he was celebrating. Called the hotline. Yo, Andy. It's Dan Campbell, man. I got a short call for you today, man. I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, I'm kind of out of breath. I've been doing a lot of up-downs since we won the division. In my uh, Got a new T-shirt. NFC North champions, man. 
So I got to get it broke in with some sweat, man. Get it smell like the rest of the clothes in my closet. I just want to say, I'm like Tyrion Lannister, man. My word is my bond, man. I said we were going to win. We were going to be gritty. That was a gritty win in Minnesota this week, man. We're NFC North champs going into the playoffs with some fucking momentum, man. And we bit kneecaps off. I don't know if you saw the injury report. I sure did. TJ Hawkinson, who I was stupid for trading. Apparently, man, we bit his kneecaps off. MCL, ACL. Stay dirty, man. A little gloating from Dan Campbell there. Love that. Love that from Dan Campbell. Now, he's a five-and-a-half-point underdog this week, though. What? They're five-and-a-half-point dogs in Dallas? I know. It's a big spread. Now, now again, just, just to kind of keep everybody up to speed if you aren't watching or listening to the whole playoff thing, they're tied with the Eagles for the same wins losses. Now the Eagles right. are the number two seed. So like these are right. all th- these are all pending seeds. And like you said, they want to, they would like to get that number two seed. You don't want to have to face a possible Rams three six. Well, who's the seven seed right now? The seven seed is let me pull it up. Seahawks. Much better draw. You know, Geno Smith, who's never won a playoff game versus the guy who's won a Super Bowl. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah. I think I think we're probably gonna pick the same pick. I we're both picking the Lions. I'm picking the Lions. I'm picking the Lions. I was ready. Dude, I think first of all, I think the Cowboys win this game. And I do too. I was ready for I was ready for it to be a three point Cowboys home spread. And I was about to take the Cowboys. I like I was not predicting that I was going to pick the line, but like that seems crazy that it's that high to me. Now let me just say something. I took an absolute fucking beating last week in my NFL bets. I mean, I got I got thrown out of a moving car, and then they came to tend to my body, and then the EMTs just started kicking me. And then luckily they threw me in the back of an ambulance, and they were like, "We're driving to a graveyard. We're going to bury you alive." And then as I was on my way to die, the 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 two MT, EMTs got in the front and all of a sudden the back door opened and a beautiful nurse hopped in and she she had a thing of oxygen. And I said, what is that? And she said, that's the Christmas Day NBA slate. Let me put this to your mouth and save you from financial ruin. And I was like, Jesus Christ, thank God that you're here. I was about to I was I was literally about to be dead. And she was like suck in on this Nick's money line. And I was like, I would love that. Thank you. Um, I took an absolute fucking bath last week and I've had a rough go of it lately. So at this point I'm at a loss for how to pick these fucking games. But uh, I think the Cowboys win this game, but it's five and a half seems a lot. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot. Even on the road, Cowboys so good at home. I, I don't believe in the Lions. Blah 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 blah. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, they're eleven and four. They're six and two away. So they have a great road record. All right, that's our only Saturday game. Sunday we have Patriots Bills in Buffalo. Those are thirteen point favorites. 
Pat's coming off of a, a nice little road dub against the Broncos. Does Josh Allen just blow them out? They he they burned us both last week. Yeah. They lost the Patriots earlier this year. I don't think they lose, but I also don't think they won by 13. I'm going to take the Patriots. Same. This is going to go fast. All right. Falcons-Bears in Soldier Field. Bears are three-point favorites. Money line. I think the Falcons win the game. Yeah. Who's who's playing quarterback? Heineke? Heineke. Heine LeBat's don't care. blue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stella Artois. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, again, we agree. Here we are. I'll take the Falcons. All right. right we, should, we, should, we should stop agreeing. I think I got fucking three right last week and you caught up because you got six right or some shit like that. Okay. Like I Raiders ate dick last week. It's all right. It happens. Thank God for the NBA. Long live the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I try to do this. I try to do a wild parlay on the, the Bills game. I missed, I think, every single one. Like every single one. It was it was it was like Bills minus six and a half. Josh Allen, 250 passing yards. Josh Allen, two touchdown throws. Uh, James Cook one, you know, uh, one rushing touchdown. I mean, again, it was a wild one, but yeah, I, I miss on every single one of these. Okay, Raiders Colts in Indy. Indy's a three and a half point favorite. Give me the Raiders. Antonio Pierce that finally feels like for once going to do enough for the Raiders to give the interim coach the job. If it ain't, if you're not. If you're not hiring Gojo, hire Antonio Pierce. What the fuck are we talking about here? He beat the Chiefs on Christmas Day. On the they didn't. Th- they didn't throw a fucking. He didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. They didn't won. complete a, a pass after the first quarter. Which which can, can, can we talk about the Chiefs for? Or I don't know if you want to wait for the. Let's say let's wait to get the Chiefs back. Okay. Game. Um. So we're both going to go Raiders. The Raiders. I mean that half point hook. I, honestly, I don't even give, give a shit about that three and a half. Like, I think the Raiders could also win the game. The Colts, uh, like Mata, prove me wrong. The Colts have fucked, butt fucked me this year. Yeah, they've been a tough team to pick. I'm done picking this Colts team. It's two more weeks. Fuck you. Uh, I don't know Rams, who they play next week. I'm taking the other team. Put put me Rams down. Giants. Put me down for week 18. The team playing the Colts. Rams Giants. Rams are five and a half point favorites at Matt Life. What do you got? Well, I'll take the Rams. I was ready to. I was ready to take the Tyrod Taylor Giants in an eleven and a half point spread, but five seems. I know it's west to east, but the Rams are going to try to get themselves in the playoffs. Giants have nothing to play for at this point except pride, and I just don't think it's. I think it's a touchdown game. I'm gonna take. So Tyrod Taylor's playing right. Yeah. I'm going to take the Giants to cover. Whoa. It's like me taking Russ last week. How'd that work out for me? Yeah, not good. I'm going to take the Giants. All right, Cards, Eagles. It's at the link. Eagles are 12-point favorites. Big, big spread. 
Eagles struggle this year again, like they did last week. I'm like, they're gonna cover, they're gonna cover. Nope, they didn't cover. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the for that reason, I'm gonna take the uh cards. I'm gonna take the Eagles because it's west to east, it's at the link. I think that the Eagles will have a very similar game to what they had last week against the Giants. I don't think that the the Cardinals have the fight to like backdoor it. I'll take the Eagles. Backdoor Kyler. No? Okay. Two different picks. Saints Bucks. We have a two and a half Tampa Bay favorite at home. The NFC South leading Bucks. Two and a half point favorites in Tampa. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one, man. It is. Like, like we got to give credit where credit's due, man. Baker Mayfield looks good. He's having a pretty good year. The thing that worries me about this game and about picking the Bucks is just like, doesn't it feel like the NFC South comes down to three teams in the fucking Week 18? Yeah, they're all eight and eight. I'm gonna go with the Bucks though. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I I feel like I I I feel like I'd rather ride with a hot hand than just like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a Derek Carr defender, but also at the same time, it's just like I gotta give credit where credit's due, man. The Bucks like are playing pretty good goddamn football. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks as well. I think they win the game. All right, Niners Commanders in uh, Maryland. We're both losing that one. Yeah, good. <laughs> Niners are twelve and a half point favorites. I believe uh, who's who's playing quarterback for the Commanders? Jacoby Briscoli. Yeah. Bounce back game. I think the uh I think the Niners cover. Ah oh, man. Agreed. Yeah, I just okay. don't I just I just I, I absolutely think that's what it is. It, honestly, it, if if the Niners had beaten the Ravens 12, 12 and a half points after the way Jacoby Bruscoli played last week, it would be very tempting. But not on not on a game where they're like, we need to get ourselves back in the fucking like we need to get people off of our dicks and balls. I think they manhandled the. I can't believe Ron Rivera is still coaching the Commanders. Honestly, it's amazing. It is amazing. Almost as amazing as Jacoby Briscoli still playing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gave him that nickname. It feels like seven years ago, and not for the Browns. Remarkably. The Browns are on to the Browns are on to Joe Flacco. Who's currently up two touchdowns. Under eight to go. All right. Moving right along. Panthers, Jags. Little AFC and NFC South matchup. In Jacksonville, the Jags who've lost four in a row. The Jags are six point favorites. Nope. I'll take the Panthers to be close. Like I think the Jags win the game, but the Panthers are gonna like this. They've been showing a little something. 
They've been showing a little something. And also, like, what the fuck is it? Dude, I said this before. So here's my here's my fucking it's the worst because it bit me in the worst way possible. But you can go back on the show. I don't know if these episodes are still up. I don't know if you can go back far enough on this show to listen to to, to episodes of this show from the year that Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. For an entire year. I mean, you talk about we talk about Brandon Staley, like reckless coaching decisions, and we talk about whatever. For an entire football season, Doug Peterson made reckless football decisions, and every single one of them worked out. He would just go for random fourth downs. He'd go for random two-point conversions, no rhyme or reason, no analytics, didn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm wearing a visor, and I like it. And they were like, cool, and it worked. And the whole and they were like, we're a team of destiny. And that team somehow went, to, went on to win the Super Bowl. And... Everybody who understands math was like the probability of every single one of 4,700 reckless football decisions going correct in a row is like, is like picking the number seven on a roulette wheel and hitting it 14 times in a row. Like the probability of it happening is so unlikely like that it, it could never be replicated if you spun a roulette wheel for the rest of eternity. And now probability and the math gods and everything are just like, yeah, dude, remember that year where you made 4,700 terrible decisions. They all went your way. You're never going to have another decision go your way for the rest of your career. And now he just makes terrible, reckless decisions and they never go his way. And he's going to be out of football in two seasons. Like he made the most remarkable deal with the devil of all time. And he was like, I just want one season where every move I make goes right. And they were like, you're, you got it. But flip side is, you will never make another correct coaching decision for the rest of your career. And he's like, that's fine. I'll win a, I'll win a Super Bowl. And Dude, he was fired two years later. He's going to get fired by the Jags. Like, he is a bad football coach. Well, they won a playoff game last year. Sure. He's not, he's not going to get fired this year. He's not going to get fired this year, but he's going to get fired by the Jags. So you're taking the Panthers? Yes. I'm very tempted to. I was going to take the Panthers, too. But I'm not with the six points. And and Trevor Lawrence is he's getting hurt. He's playing poorly. It's just it's a bad situation. So they were like, remember that time where we let you have a tight end throw a pass to your quarterback in the Super Bowl and it worked, even though it was one of the dumbest calls we've ever seen? He's like, Yeah. And they're like, Cool. Your your current quarterback will never stop fumbling. He's like, Yeah, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I have a ring. <laughs> They're like, no, literally, if they if we snap him the ball, he's gonna fumble. He's like, no, I got it. I'm in. I'm fucking in. Big game next. Next up, we got Dolphins Ravens. Big for playoffs. So Dolphins win, they would overtake the Ravens as the number one seed. Dolphins lose. Bills win. That final week 18 game would be for the division crown. Baltimore is currently a three point favorite at home. Look, I bet against the Dolphins last week. I still think they're paper tires, and I still do that again this week. I'm going to take the Ravens to win and cover. Same. I was going to say the exact same thing. Bet against them last week. So shocked that they won. Uh, I think that the, I think that. I would be very, very, very confident in this 
if it didn't have a uh Ravens letdown post yeah Niners potential but I'd rather be wrong about a hangover or I'd rather be wrong right about paper tigers than right about a hangover I go Ravens and I mean that'd be crazy you know if if they would overtake them again there'd be one game left but still yeah all right, Titans, Texans. CJ Stroud will be back in Houston. Texans are four and a half point favorites, which means time for a call from Alex from Kentucky. <laughs> what? Hey, Andy Joe, it's Alex from Kentucky calling in for the Dirty Sports 1000th episode. And I just want to say once again, Fire Variable, he's torpedoed our team thanks to his huge ego. Like, <laughs> He's already ruined Will Levis's development, already got him hurt, and it's time to move on from Vrabel, whether it's Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, or even one of those coordinators, Ben Johnson. It's time for an offensive guy. I know Belichick's not an offensive guy, but he's still the greatest coach of all time. I had to call in for the 1,000th episode. Alex from Kentucky. Well, Alex, as I'm sure you know, that was a live episode, but appreciate the call. He still wants Vrabel gone. Can Vrabel cover at four and a half? Yeah, I'm, I make this pick solely based on Alex's call. Give me the Titans. <laughs> I agree. I'm taking the <laughs> Titans as well. <laughs> I love it. How's he, how's he fucked up Will Levis's development? Has <laughs> anyone hated Mike Vrabel as much as Alex from Kentucky? Didn't Will Levis throw four touchdowns in his first game? Because uh, he's injured or something? I don't know. That's why. No one's ever hated Mike Vrabel as much as Alex from Kentucky. I love him. I love that like he was like in the AFC South fucking contention for like the better part of this year with uh with you know well, switching to not, a... not really. Let's well, they honest. weren't out of it. I mean, that where they're, they're you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny. Roscoe came just storming in here. He heard some. He heard some Alex from Kentucky talk, and he just was like, "What's up, fam? Hey, give me a few minutes, bro." That time of night where Roscoe, by the way, went. His eyesight's getting really bad. He stormed out against. I thought he was gonna die. He stormed out my house. There, it's like I'll just let him in the front yard to pee. He stormed out. Fucking two German shepherds ran across the street. I was like, "What is?" And they were going psycho. I'm like. Dude, what are you thinking? Just give zero fucks. He just went at them. Yeah, like still, like didn't like just ran across the street barking, and I was like, some woman, she could barely control him. I was just like, what are you doing, dude? You should see my house right now. I mean, thank God. I mean, first of all, I, I during the middle of the show, I almost said, thank God for backyards. Man went out and had a piss mid show. Backyard didn't I had to go to the bathroom, and like, I just watered the plants. I currently have my dog. Oh, I saw our, your Instagram story. Our dog. I currently have the fucking horse that is the foster dog. The horse that death rides, as I call Bob. A great day. And if anybody out there in dirty sports land needs, wants to adopt a dog, he is the sweetest, nicest, kindest, gentlest, gigantic horse dog. If you need a great Dane, Bob is available for uh adoption and then we have laz's dog king who everybody may or may not know the story behind king but we have king 
So we have boom, a horse, and then King, who's just like a big headed pit bull. Help me, guys. Or if you're out there and you would like, just come out, come out here to Port Wanimi. Pick up Bob the Bob the horse. What's that thing weigh? Probably one twenty. But he's skinny. Yeah. He's just big. That's a big dog. Maybe one, maybe one thirty. All right, can we get through these real quick? Yeah, it's rock and roll. Steelers, Seahawks. The Rust Bowl. The Rust Bowl. Two eight and seven teams. Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. Mason Rudolph just sure headed the Bengals last week. Where is this game being played? It's in Seattle. Three and a half point Seahawk favorites. My first. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the no two Mason Rudolph games in a row. Seahawks. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. I was like Mason Rudolph. I I was I I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean again. We both were. Yeah. Tough year, man. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely sure. I don't feel like we're having a tough year though. If you, I bet you if you went through I statistically, I bet you we had an okay year. I looked last time or last time I looked, I was like three points above five hundred. Right. Three well, you're games. above you're you're in the you're in the fucking green dog. Yeah, no, I know, but like That's what I'm saying. It's not a rough year. We didn't lose money. No, we wouldn't have lost money. And that's and that's just that's having the that's that's gun in mouth picking every game. I know because I've had a pretty solid I've had a I've had I've had a I would say a not I wouldn't say I would have a great year, but I had a a very good year NFL gambling. And then this year, this last weekend, it was Mike Tyson on the speed bag to my nutsack. It was just it is swollen. I was on the ground. And he's like, now, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna hit you with an uppercut. And he went to fucking uppercut my cock. And then Adam Silver put his fucking head in the way. And he was like, Don't forget about NBA playoffs. I was like, or NBA fucking Christmas Day game. So I was like, Thank you, Jesus. All right, we have the Broncos Chargers. This one is in mile high. Jared Stidham game. Denver's Jared Stid Stidham stick for last three and, half, place. three and a half point favorites. Who's Denver's. three and a half point favorites? Denver's. Denver is in mile high. Yeah. Chargers hung tight with the Bills last week. Give me the Chargers. Can you take the Chargers? Yeah. I'm gonna take a Stidham boost. Stidham bump. This is a, look at a fucking 180 Ruthers. He's like, give me Stidham. He's Stidham. like, Russ out of the locker room. Give me all the fucking points. Stidham country. That's right. <laughs> all right. Bengals Chiefs. Is this it's Sunday great. night? No, it's the 425 CBS. So it'll be the main game. There's only one. There's there's the Sunday night game. There's no Monday night game. Roscoe, come here. Just fucking wait. Roscoe, Jesus. let's ride. Just come here. Roscoe's country. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. He, he's old. Okay, the Bengals are seven-point underdogs. This spread has definitely moved down. It opened like eight and a half. Where is it? It's in, it's in Arrowhead. Give me the Chiefs. 
You think back to back rough games? You think no, the Chiefs I, offense? I, I, I actually think it's Chiefs. I, I'm I'm going to go Chiefs breakout game. All right, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. By the way, fun stat I was I gave Justin. I was you know me always coming with the Bengals hate stats. Where are the Bengals now as far as getting into the playoffs? Eight eight and seven. They have like a sixteen percent chance. If they went out, it goes up though, right? Yeah, they went out, it goes up big time. They get the Chiefs at Arrowhead, then they get the Browns at home. Oof. Good night and good luck. You're not winning both. Yeah. No, you're not. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what is a, a damning stat for the Bengals. And and I know they've made a Super Bowl and they made the AFC championship. And like we all know that, right? I made the point earlier. Lamar Jackson got hurt both those years, and he can get hurt again. Zach Taylor now, this this is a this is a terrifying stat if you're a Bengals fan. Zach Taylor, after last week against the Steelers, is now nine and twenty against the AFC North. So my argument is this, Joe, and I think you're going to agree. You got to win your fucking division. That's, that, that's, that's my that's point. The best, that's the best chance of, of that's doing my point with consistency. That's my point, dude. If you're yeah. nine and twenty, and, and and it was those two years again, where that's why I made the point, Lamar. And again, it can happen because I've been number one guy. Lamar gets hurt, but dude, that's what you're banking on now every year. Lamar yeah. Jackson getting hurt or Deshaun Watson getting hurt, and, and you and I both know. Harbaugh's not going anywhere. Most likely Tom was not going anywhere. And Stefanski's not going anywhere. Without a doubt, some people might argue this. I think Taylor's by far the worst coach in that division. I mean, he's Dude, probably not by far the worst coach in the league, but I think he's arguably the worst coach in the division. But when you're 9-20, and 20, through five years, it's like, that. that is a, that's not a quick little, that, that's, a, that's a good scale to judge from. Five full years. They, if they lose to the Browns, they're going to go 0-6 in the division. I mean, if you're going to give... Let's say you were to make an argument about where coaching ranking in that in that division. If you're going to give Zach Taylor some sort of props for making a Super Bowl, then he's immediately behind two guys with Super Bowls. Right? Correct. Now, I'm not that guy. But I'm just saying, if that's where your argument were to start, if you're like, whoa, he went to a Super Bowl. Cool. Well, then this is the Jordan fucking LeBron. This is the thing. If you're going to start with rings, then Jordan's behind Russell and tied for 10th all time. He's the 10th best player of all time. Yeah. If your argument, if you're, if your argument for Zach Taylor is he made a Super Bowl, then he's at best the third best in the division. Yeah. 100%. I, I agree with you, by the way, and it's risky because the Chiefs have looked like dog shit. I think they get it right. Jamar Chase is already talking shit. It's like, I don't know, guys. This this might be the game where the Chiefs finally break out. I just hope Taylor Swift's not there. I'm sick of seeing her. But we do love when they lose, especially to the Raiders. No, man, dude. I mean, I put it on. I put two. I put two different TikToks up about Taylor Swift. At this point, like, I don't even believe it. Again, this is the thing. Like, this is like me saying Joe Flacco, better chance of the Ravens. I don't even believe it. I'm just, I'm just out here to trigger certain people. Like at this point, I just want, I just love, like, I just love triggering Swifties. It might be my favorite. It might be the, my number one favorite group to trigger. Final game, Packers Vikings. Minnesota is a one point favorite at home. Both teams are seven and eight. I'm going to go 
Packers winning cover. The Vikings are favorites. Yeah, they're at home. Yeah, because I guess they have coach of the year. I'm gonna also go with the Packers. All right. Week uh, 17 picks. We did it. You guys know where to follow us. I'm at Joe Prano on all social media. Uh, got a few shows coming up. Uh, if you are in the San Luis Obispo area, I'll be up there this weekend doing some Don't Tell Comedy shows. If you want to know where they are, um, go to DontTellComedy.com and buy the shows in the San Luis Obispo area or slide into my DMs and I'll tell you. Um, come see me uh by following my instagram at joe prano and i post all my shows there and um some fun stuff coming up so yeah follow me on all social media cool make sure you guys caught my uh debut album dropping new year's day straight out of formula it's straight out of formula it's hot fire uh no you guys know where to follow at the dirty sports we'll get to some more calls next week there's some some funny calls that i really like uh so I got your calls. 310-359-8365. All right, guys, that is the show. Good chance real quick. I'll talk to Joe about it. We might do next episode on Tuesday because Monday is January 1st. And sure. We can, we can discuss it. But uh, all right, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy the new year. Be safe. And as always, stay dirty.